New Year! Yeah, well, that post, our kazoos are little confetti pieces. So, celebratory. Uh, celebratory. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> well, it's time to venture into the Filmverse, a movie fan podcast where we dive into the vast expanses of cinema and report our findings. I'm Mitchell Chandler. And I'm Bryce Payne. And today, on the 16th episode of Into the Filmverse, we will be discussing Will Smith's Men in Black, Pixar's newest feature film, Soul, Shadow Bozeman's final live-action performance in Ma Raimi's Black Bottom, and various content we watch throughout the week. If you want to see our reviews for uh, films we talk about today or any other movies, be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers. You can find me, uh, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, and Mitch is spelled with the Y, so that's M-Y-T-C-H. And you can find me, Bryce Payne, at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. And before we dive into our weekly movie watches, we're going to go off the top with some recent movie news. Okay, Bryce, this is um, interesting to me. Um, so obviously Wonder Woman 84 just came out this weekend, Wonder Woman 2, uh, or this weekend over Christmas. Um, and I have not yet seen it. Um, however, they have just announced that they greenlit Wonder Woman 3. I'm not surprised. It's the only tr- it's the only franchise they have going for them. You know, honestly, I am surprised. <coughs> and I Because, okay, I haven't had good reviews for the movie. Um I'm not telling you my opinions. Right, exactly. Don't, because I know you watched it already, but um, I haven't heard good things about this movie, which is, uh, I guess the, the first one was well-received. The, the second one I haven't heard is, is, is well-received. I haven't looked too much into it, but I've just had, or I've heard rumblings. Um, and then I just find it weird, like, out of all the franchises they, ha- franchises they have and characters, that they're just going ahead with a, th- a third one, especially after this one didn't do so, or it doesn't seem like it's doing so well. What do you want, Justice League 2? Yes, please. <laughs> Can I have that Zack Snyder cut? Like, I, I'm so excited for that. It's not Justice League 2. I, was, I thought you were like, yeah, I want a second one. I was like, well, why? Honestly, I would prefer a Justice League 2 over a one. Because Wonder Woman, I don't like Gal Gadot, but that's me. Anyways, I Wonder Woman 3 Greenlit, they also said that it's going to be uh, set in modern day. Which makes sense. Which makes me yeah. wonder. That, that I'm mean, actually excited about. But it's like that means Batman's going to show up, right? Potentially, but is it going to be F Batflick or is it going to be like? Mm. We'll actually get to that in a minute. I have to, <laughs> I have to tell you about that. There's some uh, some che- cheeky movie news that came about about some Batman stuff. Um, but what I do want to mention is that Warner Brothers um, and HBO Max with their thing that they got going on with them, which because it is their it is their platform. <laughs> um, they are. Walter Hamada came out. He's the uh, head of Warner Brothers, and said they're going to be doing four theatrical DC movies per year, and two uh, HBO Max movies, DC movies per year. I feel like I'm going to get sick of DC movies. I feel the same way. I was like, <laughs> night, night Marvel hasn't even done that much stuff. Marvel's like, like Marvel has we like, have shit planned for five years, but we're not just throwing it all out at once. Well, I don't know. see. Here's the thing: Marvel stuff's all good. Like ninety percent of the time, it's all good. I mean, you have like Thor two. You have um, I feel like I feel Captain like it, Marvel, which is meh. Well, it's like you know the CGI in Black Panther. Everyone was pretty upset about that with the final fight. Sure, and I, I just like don't have, want have DC. Things, but it's it's always about qu- quality over quantity. If you, if they put out good movies, I'm okay with it because we'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll become an I'll, I'll become a DC slave boy just as I am a Disney slave boy. If they if they become you know if they put out good content. Ezra Miller's going to get, like, a TV show, oh. two movies. <laughs> yes, the, the, the man that chokes people, <laughs> chokes women, he's going to get... <laughs> he gets all the recognition. All the recognition. <laughs> um, 
while, apparently, uh, Robert Pattinson is going to have to share some limelight with another Batman. They Walter Hamada also announced they're going to have two separate Batman franchises going at the same time. Okay, okay, but thought about this, though. Okay. Multiverse, right? Right, right, right? I was thinking the same thing. I want to see Robert Patterson beat up Michael Ma- Michael Keaton. Oh my god! You keep going back to Michael Keaton. <laughs> I like Michael Keaton. I don't know. It's like, it's the only he's a cool. He's a what, cool. You guy. want George Clooney? I don't want George Clooney. No, no. Okay, so, well, I don't think they're gonna go into this another uh, actor that we've seen before. Okay, Timothy but, Chalamet. Oh no! Oh, come on, he has a punchable face. He's, I like him, but he's he has Robin. a punchable face. He's a Robin. That's what he is. <laughs> he's gonna be Damien. <laughs> he, he's gonna accept Damien. Yes. Um, no, no. Not let's, for... let's be honest, though. He's a Tim Drake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. He's um, not, he doesn't even get like Dick Grayson. Tim he Drake. Get Dick Grayson. He's Tim Drake. <laughs> Um, what I what I do want to uh, mention though about this is that so they said that Robert Pattinson's obviously going to be in a DCU film. We have that coming up, um, but then they said that they will have another Batman at the same time that is in the DCU. So it's the same. It's technically the same Batman as Ben Affleck's Batman, but they said that they're recasting Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, no, I just thought of Casey Affleck. I was like, get his brother to be oh the new God. Batman. That'd be <laughs> fucked up. Liam's Hemsworth. Okay. But can you imagine, like, Thanksgiving dinner or something like that? You're like, Ben Affleck's in there. He's like, so how do you like being Batman, Casey? <laughs> he's like, you know, Mom, I think I'm going to go. pretty good. <laughs> no, I mean, I think they they have to go with an older older Batman. Because Robert Pattinson's oh, the oh, year one, oh, sort of. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Who's the guy that plays Negan on The Walking Dead? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Why can't... Uh, Michael Morgan? Uh, no, Mike... no, no, Dean yeah, Morgan. Dean Morgan. Let's say. Was yeah. that Dean Morgan? Yes, it's Dean Morgan. He already, no played Bru- he already played Bruce Wayne's dad in the. Uh... Yeah, Thomas Wayne. Yeah, Tom- play Thomas Wayne. So if they do the multiverse thing with Flashpoint, holy shit, that would be pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. They drag him in, get rid of Bat- Batfleck. He, he would be a Batfleck cool changes Batman. places with his dad in Flashpoint. Ooh, theories. I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that. I'd be down. I'm like. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I'm down with him. Let's do it. Yeah, that seems pretty cool. I, I mean, figured we'll out his name. See, see, I figured oh, it out. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan. Morgan. We were it. close. That was, I was close. <laughs> well, that um, probably concludes our movie news of the week. Not a whole lot going on um, in the world of movie news at the moment. Just a bunch of DC stuff. Um, I'm good with that. But yeah. And now we move on to our movie night film. Each Monday, uh, we watch an Oscar-winning film alternating between the newer and older films. This week, uh, Bryce, you uh, had a chance to watch Marty uh, and Around the World in 80 Days. I did, because, you know, nobody shows up for the old films. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> even me. I usually try to show up for everything, but this week um, I had my writer's night that I do for a local writing or- organization I'm in. Um, so, I wasn't able to attend, unfortunately. Well, that's okay. We had a double feature, so we watched one more exactly. than we, we usually do. Yeah, you, we usually just watch one, but since there was nobody there, and nobody usually likes the old movies anyways, you guys decided to power through. Yeah, it was just Skylar and I, so we were just like, you want to watch a, watch a second one? He was like, yeah, all right. And I was like, all right, it's three hours long, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but, uh, what, uh, so what is Marty about? All right, so this is from Letterboxd, before I dig into it. Marty is a butcher who lives in the Bronx with his mother. Is unmarried at 34, good-natured, but socially awkward. He faces constant badgering from family and friends to get married, but he reluctantly resigned himself to bachelorhood. Marty meets Clara, an unattractive school teacher. Realizing their emotional connection, he promises to call, but family and friends try to convince him not to. Wow. Sounds better than it actually was. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Didn't you say this was the, I don't know if you mentioned this, but it was the shortest. It is the shortest Best Picture winner in history. Not the nominee. There's like 
fucking 16 movies ahead of it for shortest nominee, but this is the shortest winner. That's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. But, um, yeah, so it was okay. Barty's like a, a butcher. Sure. Who, uh, you know, like it says, is a bachelor. Lives with his mom. And he goes to this dance with his friends. He's a loser. Basically, yeah, this, they don't even, like, try to hide it. They basically just flat out be like, yeah, he's a loser. <laughs> like, even in the synopsis, she's like, unattractive. They call the girl unattractive. <laughs> she's fugly. And she's not, She's not like, drop-dead gorgeous, but I want to say she's unattractive. Like, she's she has her, she's, like, homely, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, so, um, Marty goes to his dance. His friends with their, supposed to be on a date, he was like, yo, this girl's, like, ugly as shit. I don't want to be shaming her. So he tells Marty, like, yo, I need to get rid of her. So Marty, like, goes and starts, like, talking to her. What are you, chicken? Gets gets her out of the dance because he, like, starts dancing with her. He's like, you know, I like you. Like, let's get out of here. Sounds like plot to Back to the Future. (laughs) Like how, uh, Marty's mom and dad met. But it's it's really cute. They go to this diner. They sit there and they, they, apparently they talk for, like, sit for, like, four hours or something. That sounds like my dates. But four hours dates. of sitting there eating pie, talking. Yeah, that sounds like my first And, dates. like, Marty's friends get really jealous over the fact he has a girl. Before he's <laughs> met for one time. <laughs> one day, and they're like, oh, how dare you left me at the dance by myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait, isn't that the goal of every dude, though? It's like, oh, my God, you met somebody, and you went out. Bro, the high five ran out. Like. But, no, it's like his best friend basically acts like he betrayed him. Like, he cheated on his best friend. Oh, my God. This is how it, like, comes off. Uh, there's a subplot going on with Marty's aunt. He was living with his cousin and his cousin's wife, okay. and their newborn child, and the cousin's cousin and his wife are like, "Yeah, we need get we need to get her out." So they try to drop her off at Marty's like mother's house, where Marty lives. Sure. And so the aunt basically like tells the mother like, "Yo, you can't let Mar- you can't let Marty get married because if he gets married, you're you're gonna be old. He's gonna leave you. He's gonna make you sell this house. Gonna make you live in an apartment. He's gonna leave you." And of course, Marty like you know he's just a, he just wants to be with a girl. He just wants to he just wants love. <laughs> He just wants to be loved. And so everyone basically convinces him, like, you can't talk to her. She's no good. Not for you. All this thing. You no good, filthy whore! And then, like, (laughs) like, it cuts to, like, the next dance, right? Sure. He's with his friends, and he's sitting there, and they're all talking about, like, what they've done and stuff. And he's like, why the fuck am I here with you losers when I could be with a girl? Loser. (laughs) Loser. So he goes and calls the girl up, and the movie ends. Wait. It just ends, like, uh, that abruptly? He He calls her, is dialing the phone, and it ends. She, wait, she doesn't pick up? No, she. I, they assume they pick up. Yeah, he talks to her, but they, you don't hear her. It just kind of goes to black. Oh. It's not really about like them getting together. It's basically him just being like, you know, I want to I try. He, Here's a girl, and maybe it won't work out, but at least right now I'm happy. Right now it could be good. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like it's just so not quite as satisfying as it could be. Like if they had an actual like that, 20 minutes on. I think that's what everyone in my review is that it wasn't a satisfying movie. <laughs> Like that's what I would would think is like at the at the end he's like he just calls her like um hello like what else is gonna happen here he left her stand he he was supposed to call her and he never did because everyone told him not to what a hoe he should he shouldn't listen to people he should listen to his heart what well, basically what happened which I guess technically <laughs> that is yeah right exactly but he uh, should listen to his heart but then also like they should show why how is he listening to his heart actually yeah I, I said when the credits ruled I felt very unsatisfied yeah. But uh, fun fact about this: the main actor, Mr. Ernest Borgin- Borginine, I can't pronounce Italian. Ernest Borginine, whatever, is the voice of Mermaid Man in SpongeBob. <laughs> Mermaid Man, I'm better. Oh, you talking about this? Yeah, yeah, no. To the Invisible Boatmobile. After after we learned that, that's all I could hear. Every single time he talked, all I could think about was like evil, evil. <laughs> but no, that was uh, that was fun. And then uh, we watched Around the World in 80 Days, right? Which is a the Chipmunk sp- Adventure. Sorry. Dude, oh no. my god. Okay, so. 
this movie starts off this like this really poor guy right and he like gets a job as this butler basically for this rich dude he ain't got no money the rich dude goes to this like club and he's like yeah you know you can get around the world in eight days they're like no you can't he's like no yeah you can i'll bet on it so he bets like thousands and thousands of dollars and i keep in mind this is 1880 so he puts like my fat stack (laughs) i think like skyler and i did the math and like he would pay people like thirty thousand dollars just to buy a boat oh my goodness like it's fucking crazy that's today's money here's oh wow (laughs) so like 30k just yeah he like like he starts traveling he first off he goes on a hot air balloon which jules verne the author of the book loves hot air balloons because everything i've seen with every single movie i've seen by jules verne has a hot air balloon in it (laughs) Uh, yeah, hot air balloons are pretty cool, man. But uh, so he flies a hot air balloon, goes to Spain. They have a little bit of thing in Spain. They leave Spain. Like they basically just go to the location. Something happens. They leave the location. Sure. And they continue this pattern while being chased down by a detective because they think that the rich dude robbed a bank because he has all this money. And like you start, oh, sure. yeah, like you have the things where he goes places. He just has this bag of cash and he just reaches in, pulls the money out, and hands it to people. <laughs> and it's fucking. That's all it is. He just has this bag. He's like, get the bag, and they get the bag. He pulls out a lot of cash. Like here, I buy this boat. Yeah, he straight <laughs> robbed the. How do you use that money? But uh, yeah, that's that was that was basically the whole thing until it reached America. So like they would go to a location, something would happen, they leave. They go to a location, something happened, leave. They get to America, they spend like an hour in America. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> what what happens in America? Anything interesting? They take a train. <laughs> what? what? Anything interesting happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, they take a train to another higher balloon. <laughs> no, they they like they take a train across the United States. Like it's I. I God, I'm trying to remember everything that happened because, you know, it's a three-hour long movie. Sure. So what's... I mean, so around the world in 80 days, and like you said the whole premise and the point was that he just bet somebody he could do it? He bet a bunch of rich dudes that he could do it. And there's, like, weird things that happen. Like, um, he, like, saves a princess that's being, like, sacrificed in, like, India. In Japan, the, the butler, like, has to become, like, a part of an act because he gets trapped on a boat. There's at one point they bought a boat to go up to, like, Egypt. And, like, um, they get there and... Oh god! They, he like buys the boat and burns the boat to get like moving across the ocean, hmm. or to go from America to New to England. Right, because this was a time when wait, wait, and there wasn't like planes or anything, right? Yeah, like it's before planes, so it's all boats and the hard air balloons and shit. I could do it in eighty days, but how does he have proof that he did it though? Because they time him, and he, he he's been like chronicled as he goes. Like people around the world are writing newspapers about the guy going around the world in eighty days. So he just has to go to every place he goes. It's like, hey, hey, can you write about me? Can you please can you write about me? No, please, it's just, please, it's just like me. people are keeping tabs no, on him dude, because I, they, I, I, they, they need proof. I'm sorry, <laughs> they're, just, they're just like keeping tabs on him because they're like, okay. oh shit, they saw this Wait, guy in a did, fucking America like a week ago. Shit, <laughs> how did they get the news around fast enough? It's a it's a movie, man. Don't don't question it. <laughs> no, I will say the coolest thing Men about this Black. movie. Wait, you know, wait, in the third one. No. <laughs> so so the coolest thing about this movie, sure, cameos. This movie is fucking full of cameos. And by, by who do you mean? Frank Sinatra. Oh, cool. He, he plays a cameo. And it's literally like we were watching it. And I was like sitting there. I was like, he's playing the piano in the saloon. I was like, now he's going to turn around. And everyone's going to be like, oh, it's Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra playing and the ex- piano. Like, I mean, he's playing and then he's like. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God, it's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I'm Frank Sinatra. Uh, Marlene Dietrich, who is a very famous actress. I don't really like her a lot. She's been a couple of things I watched that I liked. But she's like the saloon owner of that place. Okay. Um, there's a there's a guy who did a lot of movies with like John Wayne in it. Right? John Wayne. My dude. My dude. Buster Keaton is in the movie. Buster Keaton. And he has like the longest cameo out of all of them. And I was like so happy. I was like, my boy. His camera is just him sliding in the background for five minutes straight. Just no, it's like he talks. He actually has things like to do. Like he's a train conductor. And it was just really interesting, like just seeing him because I was like, I love Buster Key. And like, it's so cool seeing him because like I'm so used to him being young, you know, agile, all that, like stunts. 
right. and then to see him just like an old man being like, ah. "The Indians are attacking the train." The Indians attacking the train, boys. It's so it's so cute. I loved it. I mean, I want. They're both about three and a half stars. Like they're not bad. They're not over average. They're just you know they're average. Just kind of nice. Just nice little pieces of film. Fucking around the world in eight days is too long. They could have cut out like half of America, and the movie would have been like two and a half hours long. It'd been fine. <laughs> I feel like that's what most of America just cut out half of America. Just, cu- just cut it. Just cut it out. I don't need to see them on a fucking train for thirty minutes. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were able to to catch those films, even though um, you know I wasn't there. But I'm, okay. I'm glad you're, you're going to be there next week, right? Yeah, of course. Because we're watching. You've been wanting to watch this one. What are you watching? Argo. Oh, Argo Ben Affleck. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited to watch this. Actually, me too. It's a movie about movie making. Of course, I Hollywood. Know that, of course, it won know. Best Picture. That's Hollywood for you. So. Oh yeah, the 2011 one, the one we're watching after Argo. Yeah. Is uh, another one about movies. Yeah, I mean that's Hollywood. It makes <laughs> sense. Just, just you make a movie about movies, then Hollywood's like, yeah, here's here's an Oscar. Just, yeah, we uh, there you go. we're we're gonna have Argo, The Artist, which is another movie thing, and then sure. we I don't remember what's 2010. Artist, that sounds similar. It's the it's the first silent film since 1927. Oh, yeah. That's one Best Picture. Sweet. I, I'm pretty excited. I am excited as well. Sweet. Yeah. Very, very good. Sorry. All right. With with the most recent movie news dissected and spun into dutiful discussion, we venture on to some of our weekly movie watches. So we've watched quite a bit, actually, um, in tandem. Actually, um, usually we have different things that we watch, and we I know do. we have a few things we have uh, I don't differences really on. Talk about most of my stuff I've watched. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of my stuff I've watched just um semi-recent ish so um we'll go off the top here with ma rainey's black bottom holy chadwick, shit holy shit <laughs> right let's go with that off the top holy shit but this was uh chadwick boseman's final live action performance and um, he fucking did not hold back bro dude he was when he cried i wanted to cry bro. i was like fuck I when i first saw him i uh, I cried a little bit. I, well, I mean, I don't, like, I don't think I cried. I, cheered up. I was like, I, it hurt a little bit to see him. Like, just the, this was his last film he's going to be in, ever, ever. Well, exactly. Not his last project. We do have Marvel's What If, but right, not his last project, but still his last live action role. We'll see him in. Um, and then uh, that was, I mean, that was pretty good. What did you think of it overall, dude? It held, it, it like gripped me from beginning to end. Like, I, there was not a moment during that movie where I was like. Yeah, I want to watch someone else. I was like, holy shit. I was surprised. I mean, I didn't know anything going on this, but I was surprised it took place in two rooms. Yeah, dude, I was too. I was like, um, so I was watching it, and I was like, I thought this was going to be like a journey. <laughs> yeah. Like a Me tour too. or something, but no, it was literally just a recording st- session. Can I just mention, Ma is fucking badass. <laughs> I re- love her. Do you recognize her? She looked familiar, but I wasn't sure. Oh, God. I got a fucking, where's my phone? I looked up. I looked up who the actress was, and we she was in. A, she plays Walker in Suicide Squad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Amanda Walker. Oh, it's um Viola Davis. Is that her name? Yeah, 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 yeah. That plays Ma. Ma. Really? Damn! I didn't even realize. It. How did I not realize that? <laughs> I was like, well, no wonder she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she's she's used to doing playing like those roles. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, without Chadwick Boseman, though, I mean, Ma, uh, she was very she was strong. Good, she was good, but let's face it, Levy, 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 yeah, Levy was the fucking movie, and that was Chadwick Boseman's and character. I don't think it would have worked as well if he wasn't in this movie. Like, there's no way it would have carried. Like, don't get me wrong, no. I love um, Dominic Coulson. I think that's his name. Coleman, Dominic Coleman. I don't. He plays Victor Strand in Fear the Walking Dead. That's all. I, that's why I know <laughs> him from. But like, he was the he played Cutler. Okay. And that makes sense. Like he was so good in this movie too, and I haven't seen him very many movies, so I was like, "Holy shit!" 
Yeah, no, I mean, see, my thing with this is, like, A, I wasn't sure that it was going to take place in just, like, two rooms, which is awesome. But then, not only that, I was not expecting to be floored by Chad. And, okay, I know that it probably sounds like, I want to say, not hypocritical, but, uh... You know, like I'm just playing into it because you know, obviously Chadwick Boseman's passed, and it's it's yeah, yeah. A little bit it's more it's more emotional after you know he's gone, and you're like watching right. a post like post mortem movie. Exactly. So there's a little bit of that element to it, but also the fact that sometimes he just I forgot that it was Chadwick Boseman at some points. Dude, that speech, the speech where he's like talking about like how his dad like right. I want to, I don't want actually I don't want to spoil too much exactly, but because it just there's came a out, scene it's that newer. But there's like a scene where he has a speech. And I was fucking. I, was, I think I was, I was texting you at some points in the movie. And when that happened, I like I, I didn't even realize that I got swept up into the movie. That's how powerful it was. Like I just realized, yeah, dude, that, I like, was like, that was like a ten minute speech. It was, and after that speech, I realized like, oh, I just completely lost my surroundings. Like I just, it sucks you in. His yeah. like him, he yeah. sucks you in. It's like you were just gone. Like you were in. You were there. You were right there with him. Like don't be wrong. Like the other actors, they're all good. Like the the a lot of the, um, yeah, the they jazz play, players, they're all they all they play, play their part. They're all him good. Well. But they he wasn't in this movie. No. He, <laughs> he is the heart. He is yep. the soul. He, it may be called Ma Rainey's Lock Bottom, but it is it's about fucking Levy. Chadwick Boseman. It is. It's his movie. It really is. <laughs> he he is the lead. He is. This is his movie. I would say. Well, I would say yeah, it's his movie. I thought about that actually. If it was his Ma's movie, or if it was, or if it was Levy's movie, I would have to say. It's really hard. She's demanding. She because commands her scenes. Like she, she, yeah, she like when, because even when Chadwick Boseman's in the scenes with Ma, right? He he like he disappears. It's not he him. Does. He can be he's standing in the center of the room, and it's not about him, right? So it's whatever about she, her, like her her presence is so fucking scary and demanding. I know. But you're just like, all right, you want you want coke? I'll give you coke. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's weird because like anytime that Ma's not on screen and Chadwick Boseman's there, it's his it's his movie. But as soon as Ma is up anywhere, it's like, oh yeah, fuck Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, even, you almost forget like he's in it. Right, exactly. Like he's just, he's just like, and then they're like, "God damn it, Levy!" And you're like, "Oh yeah, shit, yeah, he's there." <laughs> because because you think he has some power and some sort of like you know he is right for right for doing the things that he does. And then he's there's, there's this one scene uh, he stands up to mom uh, ma. No, <laughs> you don't stand up to ma, bro. No, he has no chance. There's there's no chance. Don't stand up to mom. Like just don't. Don't. It's it's so good though. Like if you guys need to check, you guys need to check this out. Yeah, it's so no, good. You, this is one. Like, I'm films. mad I didn't check it out sooner. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I was like. This movie's been out for like two weeks, and I had never, I never, never looked at it. Yeah, this is one of those films that you need to watch. Um, so, and uh, Pixar's Soul also uh, came out over oh, the holidays. Oh, we really haven't like we've talked about this, but we haven't really discussed. Yeah, it. we haven't really got to discuss this. Um, so what I want to do is, um, I want to give ourselves a five-minute um, spoiler discussion oh, here. The timer? Are you gonna set the timer? Yeah, I'll get the timer cool. here. Um, for people because this movie just came out on christmas it's the newest pixar film i know this one's like people want to watch this right so like we're gonna give you guys some time to like skip ahead if you don't want to like spoil anything of this movie you know i definitely agree um that it would be it'd be nicer just so we can give a little bit like five minutes discussion and then once i come back then we'll talk a little bit less um spoilery about it so starting right now skip five minutes ahead if you don't want spoilers right exactly um okay so i want to mention the first thing off the bat um i guess we'll just actually no, i'm just gonna start at the beginning of the film so we have obviously the guy that with um you know he, he he's teaching music class not quite happy with, with where he's at um and then he dies like immediately just like yeah dead. it was like 10 minutes in and it, honestly, when the head hit me, I'm like, "This is a weird for a Pixar movie." I think it was, I think we checked the time; it was like eight minutes. I was like, "Fuck!" This all is right. such a high concept for a Pixar movie. I mean, 
they're delving more into these adult themes. I know, but it just feels like this is supposed to be it's supposed to be for kids, kids. and then you're like, oh shit, this dude died. I, I, yeah, he just straight <laughs> up dies, and then I I would admit that I didn't like the character design for Jerry the Jerry's. No, they like were very the, distracting. Yeah, they they were just like light. They're light, and I was like, I'm not I'm not okay with like the I'm whole the whole afterlife thing was like really bright compared to the rest of it. Yeah, it was very it wasn't very even, it was very cartoony compared to the rest of the film. Right, exactly. Which is weird to it's say just, for any animated film, but like if you watch this, you'll understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anytime that I saw him on screen, just him and, and his natural element, I loved it. Um, Dude, there was times I was like, holy shit, this is an animated film. Right, <laughs> and. Then, then they did the part where he got into the cat. Okay, now that's where the film almost lost me. Me too, because I don't like the body swapping thing. I, I hate like the body swapping thing. I think that's what distracted me mo- the movie from me most. I think I, I think I would have liked this movie more if it didn't have the body Sorry. swapping. Because I'm like, I don't mind fuck. that sh- they. I don't mind that they body swapped. I don't like that he went into a cat. That was my thing. Yeah, I'm like, I I, I would have I would have preferred them to be stuck in the same body kind of thing. Almost that like would having, be cool. Having the internal soul dialogue where they're still in their soul forms and they're like having to fight for control of the body. Almost. I mean, I don't know what, but what, I also get. It, but. I, I don't know either, but that's why I thought it was going because yeah. that's how I always looked in the trailers. Too, yeah. That's how I always thought he, like she falls in or something. He has to try to get her out or something. No, no, like he falls into a cat and then like this is okay. So I'm very uh, very realistic when it comes to my movies. Sure. I didn't understand who the fuck could hear the cat and who couldn't. Oh, uh, I thought it pretty made pretty much sense to me. It was just, I mean, I know they they kind of like, I think the guys that could go into spirit world could understand him. I don't know, it, just, it, just, it just distracted me because like, like a moon wind could hear him. I thought two could hear him. Technically, I feel like he wasn't like, supposed to if he wasn't in the dream straight or it's, and he wasn't in the. Well, that's uh, what distracted me. He'd be like, he talked to him. He'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, but no one else can fucking understand. Who can hear you? Who can't hear you? Like, I don't get this. Right, and then um, it ends up being that he he gets his life. I mean, obviously, that twenty two, the the little creature, she finds out her purpose is just to live. That's it. That her purpose is to live. Yeah, she has this really touching dialogue where she's like. I got to do this. Like, look at all this stuff I found. Yeah. And it's just like, and that was trash. a problem. But she never actually got to live. That was, well, that's, it was just trash. Exactly. But it's that just was trash, but she was living. Exactly. She never got the chance to live. And that's why she could never move past or get past that part or the initial phase of becoming a person, which I thought was good. I like that. I like the element of 22's like relationship of like her, like that. That's what living is. You just live. You don't have a purpose. It's just to live. Exactly. And that's, and that's honestly a beautiful thing in and of itself. But again, all these concepts we're talking about, I really feel like it's too high for some. Like it, you would have to no, show no, this okay, to so, an older fil- uh, kid. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched a video review about this from the guy I watch, mm-hmm. and he has like three young kids, and he's like, "We won't show this to our kids. It's too, it's too, a, too much of a concept yeah. for this. They, they won't get it. It's not like Inside Out where it's like emotions. This is like." hard stuff it's like death like death and purpose and purpose why you exist, and why you, exist. <laughs> you need to show this to like a teenager like a, a young say, teen 12 year old 13 year old 10 and up yeah all right 10 and up yeah but this isn't something you could show like up to you could yeah, show you up can't to. be like four-year-old here you go watch you this show wally you, could, you couldn't show this like wally like this isn't a film like that you know yeah no it's like inside out is very like adult like i would say adult yeah it's, it's more therapeutic than it is like these are emotions. This is how this works. They're more complicated. But this, this is like, why do you adults. live? Why do you exist? <laughs> exactly. It's like you have to understand certain things What's about life. What's your purpose? You have to understand. Exactly. You have to understand certain things about life before you're able to understand this film. So. No, I, but I will say that, although I, I know you gave it four stars and I gave it three and a half. I feel like we're on like almost the same plane, just like we felt differently about the emotional I gave aspect. It, I gave it. The only reason I gave it the extra star, I was, I mean, A, was the beauty of it, but then also... 
just the the moral message at the end. I, I wasn't a fan that they didn't that they gave him his. Well, I don't know if they gave him his life back. I don't know, they didn't like really care how it ended to be honest with you, because the main message of the film like hit me all hit home with me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel the message really. I was just like whatever. This is because I stayed. This up, isn't even in my like top ten. I stayed up. Pixar films. Uh. Ah, yeah, I probably would. I don't know if I put it there either. I have to think about it. But I, honestly, like I want to say, like a week ago, I, not a week ago, a few months ago, I stayed up all night just like thinking about what my purpose was and why all that. And I came so to this conclusion. I came to this conclusion by myself, like just that it was just to live, and 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 that's exactly what they said. And I was like, oh, this is literally what I just came up with. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, so that was the spoiler discussion there. Um, of our soul um but i do want to just have a minute here to talk about it non-spoiler um so that way you know uh people can join us with that um i just quick recap of i really enjoyed it um the uh message hit home with me um and then there was a few aspects of the film that they and choices they made within the film that i wasn't too fond of um, but the fact some of it within it did actually play off well, even though I wasn't fond at the beginning. Yeah, no, I found the movie beautiful. It's gorgeous. If anything, for the animation alone, you should check it out. Like the anime, there were scenes from there. Like I'll go back to Toy Story Four. There was a scene with the cat in Toy Story Four, and I was watching this movie in theaters, and I was like, "Man, that looks fake as hell." And it had to hit. It hit me. I was like, "Wait a minute, this whole movie's animated." Wait a minute. This whole, oh yeah, right. This is fake as hell. Oh wait, this whole movie's animated. Why does that look? Like, oh wait, I realized. Yeah, I had to like think about it and like, wait, hold up. This movie, I, I it, it would almost pass me for live action at some scenes. Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of like Spider Verse in this or Miles Morales in the sense that it just has its own. It's DNA. just gorgeous. It's yeah. so it's so drop dead gorgeous. Exactly, and it doesn't break that hardly at all. Um, but so no, yeah, it, yeah. Check this out. It's yeah. a good Pixar film. I want to say it's my the favorite. Fact it's free as long as you're subscribed to Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't pay thirty dollars for it. Like Mulan. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> You think um, people actually paid that to own it digitally on Disney Plus when it was free oh, in December? No, I know people did. That's yeah. so dumb. I yeah, own I, it, but I bought it on physical, so... Right, that's, <laughs> that's a little bit different, exactly. Um, so that was our um, two movies that we kind of watched together. Um, or not, not together, together, but that we watched this that week. That we watched the same movie. Like. Yes, exactly. Um, Bryce, you watched uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I did. I watched... Um, I think this week alone, I've watched over 20 movies. So, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> That just blows my mind. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like that's impressive. Uh, it's kind of sad, honestly. But no, I've watched. Uh... <laughs> Spit takes over here. It's it's like the time when you're like, yeah, I have no life. But I watched I watched 20 films. Are all be- most of them were best picture nominees at one point or another. But the only one that I want to talk about is a newer one. It's from 2015. It is nominated for best picture. I don't know why it was nominated for best picture. It, like I'm good with it being nominated for best picture, but I don't know why it's nominated for best picture. And that is Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, for some reason, I did not know it was nominated for Best Picture, so I thought you just were going to skip over that and talk about some other film, and I was like, wait, do you want to talk about no, Max no, Road no. or not? <laughs> no, okay, so, like, the thing is, when this movie got nominated for Best Picture, nobody thought it was going to win. That's the funniest thing, is everyone was just happy it got nominated. They all knew it wasn't going to win, but they were just like, yeah, I'm good with it. It Tom got nominated. Hardy. Fuck it. <laughs> so, it has Tom Hardy, right? Tom Hardy plays Max, yep. and he is not the lead. Right, which which I didn't know that <laughs> first going into it, and so I was confused the whole movie. Yeah, and you've seen realized, this before, right? Yeah. And I was confused the whole movie, and then I realized at the end that no, 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 Mad Max is a bystander. He, he in is just, he's just stuck in this situation. He has no, he yeah. has no control being in here. He didn't want to be in there, but he just got stuck. He was like, "Fuck it, I'm, like, gonna be the, I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna be here." But he's not the lead. <laughs> exactly, Furiosa's lead. I don't know who plays her. I think it's Charlie's Theron. I think that's who it is. Yep. And holy shit, she is amazing Boom. at this. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I know they're making a Furiosa spinoff, which we talked about last week. With Anya so what a, what a best time for me to watch this film. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> now this, I mean, so they talk about high octane. The yeah, high octane nonstop action. They don't hold anything back. I just realized. Okay, did, did you realize that? Um, did you, the other day we did trades, or we were doing something. And I did that. Like, you didn't remember <laughs> I did that Valhalla. Like for Valhalla, and then they spray the thing with their paint. They, in their face. they chrome. I didn't know there was chrome. chrome I was yeah. like thinking it was some kind of drug when they're spraying it. And I oh, was okay, like, yeah. I was like, all right, well that's weird. I guess it makes them dive. I don't know. Like, and then Man. he's like, he's like, you go chrome, and I was like, they're spraying fucking chrome paint in these dudes' mouths. What the fuck? <laughs> this movie is just a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, it's just fun. It's like two hours, nonstop action. You don't have to think. It's just fun. Yeah. And the thing is, I've seen the original Mad Max with Mel Gibson. Right. This is so much fucking better. <laughs> And you said it was by the same director, right? Yeah, the same director's done Mad Max, Mad Max 2, Mad Max 3, and Mad Max 3 Road, all four. I wonder if he's doing Furiosa, or she. I don't know. He? Well, it's probably a he. It's a he. I don't, I don't know, though. I just know that when I watched Mad Max, it was like Australian Outback. That's all it was. I didn't get a post-apocalyptic feeling. Oh. This one. This one. Hey, yeah, it was apocalyptic for sure. Like, I, my favorite character, and this is going to be so up, my favorite character in the movie is the guitar dude. The guitar dude? Yeah, he's the guy with the big-ass truck, and then the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was just like, yeah. <laughs> he's just fucking, like, ripping the guitar and shit, and then had the people in the back drumming, and that's what the soundtrack was. Man, you got me excited to put pop, pop, pop <laughs> that back on. I'm going to have to do that soon. Dude, it was so... I was just like, I don't know why he's my favorite. That's my favorite dude in this whole movie. I feel like they had a black-and-white version or something like that. They put out either black and white, or they put out a more high octane version somehow. I don't. I know that. They I, know, I know it's just fun. I just had fun with it. Exactly. Like I just, I got, I knew. Like it was like you know, no wonder it didn't win Best Picture, but like I had fun. <laughs> you know what I didn't have fun with was 2001: A Space Odyssey. I didn't either. I was like, you're like, I'm gonna like it. I was like, I didn't, but maybe you will. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh man, what is this movie? I don't even. <laughs> it's bad. So it's boring. It's not the bad. First, it's like, just ten, boring. The first ten minutes are. <laughs> Like that's the first ten minutes of this movie. Yeah. And then, okay, so I got I got to tell you my my viewing experience before you yell into it. Okay. Skyler wanted to watch this. Yeah. I fucking went to Entertain Mart, which is our local video store. Yeah. And I was like, I found it on Blu-ray for twenty dollars or thirty dollars. It was thirty dollars. And I was like, I'm not buying this on Blu-ray that's for thirty dollars. Fuck money, that. Dude. We found it on DVD for ten. <laughs> Still a lot of money for this movie. But I, I bought the DVD for ten dollars. So I was like, fuck buying this for thirty. I'm not right. buying this for thirty dollars. That makes sense. And then, um, so I was, so we were watching it. We were watching it with Nate and Summer, yeah, and Jada, my wife. JJ, I think we were watching it with Jada. I don't really remember. I know we all hated it, <laughs> <laughs> except Skylar. Skylar was really into it, and we were all sitting there. We're like, "This is fucking boring as shit." This is boring as fucking shit. <laughs> and like, I don't know, man. Like the house stuff. Like I'm, I'm sure you, the house stuff was the best part of the movie. The, what was our, oh, the house you said? Yeah, the one, the howl with like the red eye. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he, this is the fucking. It's the middle of the movie. Forty five minutes of just great fucking acting, great plot, great story. Yeah, and then they just like end it, and then it's like more bullshit. <laughs> so okay, here's my experience with, experience with this. It was it was weird at first, and then they got into the you know the or the actual like astronauts, and then yeah, howl with the the red eye, which is cool, and then they got. And then it just started doing like weird. Like, I swear for like ten minutes, it was just like shh, oh, shh. Like, those two sounds at the exact same time, and I was like, "I'm done. I I can't with this." So it got to the intermission. Did you not finish it? No, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just go to the. You're like, I'm no. out. Fuck this. No, I watched it to the intermission. Then I then I was like, "Fuck this," and I skipped ahead an hour. <laughs> And I watched like the last twenty minutes. No, nah, I mean, there's no way I was gonna like try watch that. It was you I was didn't, like, you didn't see the giant baby. I did. You know, there's a sequel to this movie. No, what is it? 
2010 A Space Odyssey. All right. Well, that's never. I'm not watching that. I don't. I'm gonna pick it one week. I don't own it, but I'm gonna do it just to torture us both. Yeah, oh, we we got We just gotta be cultured. <laughs> we got We can have one bad movie that neither of us likes. Just Ooh. one. What? I don't know why people even consider this. Uh, okay, obviously artistic shots, so that's probably a thing of why it's considered. A- it's just a classic sci-fi thing. Yeah. Um, did you know that the director of this? What's his name? God, I totally had it in my head, and now I just Stanley Kubrick. Stanley, oh, oh, you got it for me. Okay. Stanley Kubrick destroyed. <laughs> all the props from this movie so they couldn't be reused in other sci-fi films it's a little fucked up not gonna lie. <laughs> he's just like he's yeah like, fuck you guys he's like they're not gonna be used in any lesser sci-fi films wow what a, what a prick dude he's Stan- stanley kubrick's made some good movies don't get me wrong shining. he made the shining Which he made um movie. full metal jacket not dr strange love and how i learned to love the bomb and um <laughs> my wife's making making like I don't know what the fuck she's saying. I don't either. But um, <laughs> she's just over there, like giving me symbols. She's like, I don't, know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I see it. I see it. <laughs> just uh, speaking Slytherin, or I don't know I was just really distracted. Stuff. I was like, I don't know what the fuck three means. Oh, close encounters of the third kind. Yeah, that was Steven Spielberg. Oh. Hey, but it, but it's all bro, but though we're talking about exactly. That's hilarious. Um. So another film that I also watched um, that came out this year, uh, a little sad that I watched it. To be I'm sad with you. you watched it too. I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> Scoob, uh, the new Scooby and Shaggy and Velma. And you sound so enthused. You're like Scoob. <laughs> wow! Hey man, I watched Scoob. Like I was totally cool with it, but then like Scooby wasn't that cool, man. And then Shaggy, you know, he sounded kind of like well, he sounded more like this. <laughs> so it wasn't that good. Well, come on, man. You had your favorite character in this movie, though. Who's my favorite character? Simon Cow. Oh God, no! I don't like <laughs> the I didn't, I've never liked that guy. Yeah, for some reason Simon Cow was in this film, and I was like, why? He's like, we're gonna give you guys money. I don't know how to do his, I don't know how to do his voice, but I'm gonna like, have to watch this just so I know what the fuck you're talking about. It's dumb. Like, I don't know what the fuck Simon Cow's doing there with money. Nah, dude. <laughs> uh, but the, it turns it doesn't turn. So my issue with this film is that a lot of times with these crossover episodes, if you think about back to like. The Beatles and Scooby Doo, or you think about like Batman and Scooby Doo. It doesn't come. It is. It's not about uh, Scooby Doo and the gang anymore. It's more about like that other character for the most part. Oh yeah, like when they had the Harlem Globetrotters thing or the Batman, like you said. And... There's that issue exactly. There's that issue, and then there's also the fact that I'm tired of the chosen one type things. Like you're the chosen one. I'm like I'm done watching those type of films. Like I just don't like them. It's just like it's too formulaic. It's too like lazy almost and they made scoob some chosen one like the, he's, he's destined in, like for, everything yeah he's he's, <laughs> he's destined for some greatness he was like a descendant of some great ass dog <laughs> marmaduke pretty much i don't even know <laughs> might as well have been Clif- clifford the big red dog to make it more interesting oh yeah you know we're so excited for that <laughs> no I'm, we're gonna have to uh, watch that in the theaters you know that right well no yeah we're gonna have to do it for the podcast. I love you guys. Was <laughs> <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog? Anyways, uh, but yeah, they, and then they made it about the superhero Blue Falcon. So they had superheroes, they had prophecies, they had all this stuff, and they had actual they like just hell. The MCU into the one movie. Yeah, they were just like I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do, and it it just didn't work. It it was not the greatest film out there. Or Scooby Doo film. That's okay. But I just hope I hope the next one they make is good because I, not not that specific franchise. Maybe they got Matthew Lillard back. I love Scooby Doo, so yeah, man. Wait, that was bad. Okay. Anyways, um, no, well, yeah. I mean, I was, could go into some I've watched, but honestly, like they're not 
all that. Like, I'm pretty sure I've had nothing but three stars for like a week. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's not bad. At least they're all average films. Nothing bad, too bad, though. They're average, and then I'm like, I don't feel anything in these, so I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You're just like, I don't feel anything. I'm pretty sure anything. like Mad Max Fury Road is like the one four star. Wait, no, 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 no. I had a Western I watched that had four stars. Right, you did tell me that. But it was only like 76 minutes long. It was really boring. It had nothing really in it. But it was really good. It was really, okay, I say it's boring. It's really good, though. Okay. Yeah, it's I, I guess simple. It's really simple. Simple, but like. <laughs> it's simple, but it's engaging. Yeah. And it had the funniest ending. All right, fucking, I'm going to tell you about it. Okay, what is it? <laughs> I'm like, I want to talk about it because it's just, it had a funny ending and I liked it. It's called High Noon. It's from 1954. Okay. I want to say 54. It um, it's it's really funny, man. It's this it's this lawman, right? He um, God, I don't remember who he plays. Hold up, I have it right over here. He's it is uh, Gary Cooper. Oh, and Grace Kelly. You have it right there, literally. Yeah, I was like, it's on my shelf, right? I'll just reach over and grab it. No, no, show them. And um, it's the it's only 76 minutes long, like I said, and he plays a lawman who just got married. Literally, like, that day. And then he learns, like, an hour after he gets married that a man he sent to the north to die, to, like, hang. <laughs> Sorry, I was just being weird. I'm waving at the camera. He, like, uh, sends this guy to the north to die, and he learns that he's coming back. So he's, like, everyone's, like, get out of town. He's going to kill you. And he's, like, there's no new sheriff till tomorrow, so I guess I'll just stay. I'm going to stay here. And so his wife's, like, fuck you. I'm going to leave then. He's, like, well, I still got to stay, you know. And he tries to get this posse together to, like, try to thwart the bad guys. And uh, no, no one helps him. They're all like, nah, man, you're on your own. Yeah, we ain't gonna help you. Like. And so um, <laughs> there's this, like, the great shootout. Like I said, the whole movie is basically him just trying to get people together. I have to upload this video. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being weirdo. <laughs> but um, he's gonna, like, he's gonna basically, like, he just takes on all four guys by himself. Mm-hmm. Kills all four of them. And then, like, the town people all come out and go, like, oh, my God, he did it. And he takes out the star, throws in the dirt, and walks away. <laughs> And then the movie ends. That's actually pretty. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> he basically like fuck you guys and like throws the star down and like thanks for nothing. I'm out. I'm gonna go with my wife and enjoy my life. You fucking jackasses. That's actually really cool. I mean, that's that's a nice ending. It's an it's, it's an iconic films. film. Like it's iconic for westerns and stuff. Like yeah, it's is the, it is it based off like because you know, High Noon is that like no, it's just that's just uh, it's a title from what I got. I didn't look that much into it. Oh, okay, but I just really liked it. I don't know. It's like it was simple. I just liked it. Yeah, that sounds pretty. Also, cool. seventy six minutes, like hour and sixteen minutes, like that's great. It is wonderful. wonderful. It's a really good movie. It's a really good song. My wife and I have been playing it for like three days straight now. Oh well, yeah, it's like it's that the out. theme song to the song is just like it's just so catchy. I don't know. It might be because every five minutes they were like playing it. And they we were play like, the song every time. Like, it's yep. like the Mandalorian theme every time he walks <laughs> anywhere. He's just like, didn't. Yeah, now you can't remember it, huh? No, I just don't know how to do it. I never practiced <laughs> it so. Well, with that down, let's move on to our film vs. future. Each week, we pick a movie uh, that we want the other person to see, and this week, I ch- chose the 1997 Will Smith, dare I call it a classic film, Men in Black. Um, Bryce, I make this look good. Bryce, what did you um, <laughs> think? Uh, you haven't seen it since you were like six. So. Yeah, I was, like a, I was a really young kid. I saw the uh, third movie in theaters, but I hadn't seen this in like a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't remember shit from this movie, apparently. Yeah, there's, I haven't seen it in a minute either, and I, I keep forgetting stuff happens. Like, it's literally like the simplest brain-dead fucking plot. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's it like, is. It's a like cockroach. There's a cockroach. we got to kill him. <laughs> I, you know, for some reason, I, I always forget like the Orion's belt and like the cat necklace. I keep thinking that's like in the third one. The third one's stupid. No, I know, I know, but for some reason, <laughs> I think it's in a different one, not that one. I don't know why. No, I mean, I, I really liked it. I thought, I, was, I thought the best part of the movies was honestly like... The parts where he was learning to be a man in black, like getting introduced, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I like the beginning part when he's like just first chasing the Honestly, I mean I just like seeing Will Smith, so anything he's in, I'm just like, guess please. But have you watched Bright? <laughs> <laughs> I How dare seen you? It. I don't know if it's good though. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I love anything Will Smith is in, he's amazing. Have you seen Bright? Fuck you, goddamn it. Bring Bright into this. <laughs> you know, I'm just No, okay. no, Bright's not good. Don't watch. He's also Suicide Squad. I like him in Suicide Squad. He's the best part of Suicide Squad. Him and Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie's cool. I the like movie sucks, but they're good. Yeah, it gets worse and worse every time you watch it too. But um, <laughs> see, I mean, I, I it, I, yeah, it was, uh, Men in Black was awesome. I mean, it always is. Uh, it's, I feel like the more I watch it, the cheesier it gets. Dude, is it my? F- <laughs> well, not the more I watch it, but the more time that passes. I thought Frank the Pug was gonna have more to do in this, and I hated the morgue lady. She forgot- was annoying as shit. Oh, she was like exactly. The more you watch it, like the cheesier and like cringier everything gets. She's like, let me like, oh look, I'm a hot morgue, and I was like, I don't think you're that attractive. No, my thing know, is like it's just me. <laughs> The alien opens up, uh, the head opens up, and then the alien starts speaking, and then she's like, wait a minute, are you guys from a place? Are wait, are aliens real? She doesn't even question, dude. She's just like, yeah, alright. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? That dude's face is open. You should be freaking the fuck out. You're a morgue. I know. Like, what? Or, um, <laughs> there's a scene where he pulls back his head to, like, scare scare the wife, right? <laughs> and then they bad. And then they cut back, and it's straight up just him holding the back of his head. I know. I and know. I was like, they didn't even fucking edit that. They, they just tried it had the actor <laughs> hold the back of his head, and that was supposed to be him holding his back of his face. And they were like, <laughs> they didn't even change, they didn't even edit it. Like, they just, they just left it. I thought no one would know. I, I mean, I wouldn't have known if I wasn't, like, sitting there, and I was like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah, not if you haven't seen it a bunch of times. Or, well, I mean, if you're paying attention. I was just like, or his face is even stretched back. He's supposed to be stretched back in that scene. I, I thought, honestly, I thought about that, but I was like, whatever. <laughs> That's exactly how <laughs> it's like. It's not a big deal, but I noticed it. Out. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was been Men in Black, obviously, just a classic in its own right. Um, I, I I like how it ended, and we were both like, but how was Agent K in the sequel? I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot that sheet. That he, I did not know that. I forgot about that. I thought yeah, he, he, re- just, like, he retires, like, and you're like, yeah. but he's in the next two. <laughs> Exactly, um, and then they unfortunately did an international with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, which we will. Negate. I'm never gonna watch. I watched it. I'm never gonna watch it again. I'll probably watch it again at some point. Just, I won't. Just I, I have self respect. <laughs> no, no, cats. Not watching cats again. That's self respect. Hey, hey. I only seen it once sober, once drunk. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I feel like once at all is too much. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I will, Bryce. Um, so you're gonna announce the next film verse feature for next week. I am. I'm tossing it up between two, so I'm going to ask you again. One or two. Well, since I left with two, I'm going to go with two this time. So. You're going to do two? Yeah. You sure? I'm 100% absolutely positive. All right. This was on one of your lists that you sent me for old films you want to watch. Oh, cheeky. The other one wasn't, so. <laughs> I'm excited now. <laughs> Originally, we were going to do Alien, but we're watching that in theaters. Right. We get to go, actually get to go so. see that in theaters this um, weekend. That kind, of, that kind of screwed that over So for exciting. Me. He was with- like, he's like, oh, the theater's showing Alien. I was like, fuck. All right, <laughs> now I gotta find another one. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, Lord of the Flies from 1963. Dude, all right, I'm down. Like straight up, I really love the movie. I think when I I think my when I reviewed it earlier this year, yeah, I gave it five stars, four and a half to five. I read Lord of the Flies in school for like class. I think it was like an eleventh or tenth grade somewhere in there. So I know the story ish. I mean, it's been a minute, obviously, but um, and I did research on all that, and I, I liked the story of Lord of the Flies. It was it was kind of like. Interest. It was interesting, it's, but also like movies, harrowing and scary. Yeah, I really like the movie. In fact, behind us, uh, in spine number forty-three in the Criterion Collection is Lord of the Flies. It's beautiful. So uh, we're actually gonna, we're actually going to be able to watch that. 
in the Criterion Collection. So it's you know should be good. It's iconic. I really loved it. It's iconic. Um, the actors are all really good. They're all kid actors. Right. Exactly. So the they are all kids. Yeah. No, I know. I really liked it. So I'm really excited. I was like, do you want me to tell you what number one was? I do. Clerks. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I want to see Clerks so bad. <laughs> I was like, do you think it'd be Clerks or Lord of the Flies? And you're like two, and I was like, all right, I guess we're watching Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Man, I'm so salty. I want. I was like, I've been, I've been wanting to watch that for a minute. But what's the? And there's also what's the third one in the Cornetto trilogy? Shaun of the? Oh no, uh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. We'll That's there. on HBO Max, and I want to watch that. But I was like, I feel like I shouldn't watch it without you. <laughs> I, I mean, you'll probably enjoy it more because I'll, 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 I'll be like, look at that. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> the Cornetto. Oh, my God. Hey, I like the Cornetto right there. But I was like, anyways. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still excited for Lord of the Flies regardless, though. Lord of the Flies is really good, so I'm excited to share it. Yay. Well, um, thank you guys for joining us as we discussed uh, breaking movie news, share our thoughts on Pixar's new film, Soul, plunged deep into the filmverse. With Ma, with movies like Ma Raimi's Black Bottom, Men in Black, and Scoured the Infinite Cinematic Universes to watch films like Barbie, Scooby Doo, <laughs> Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. Barbie. It was they look like Barbies, <laughs> and 2001: A Space Odyssey. New episodes come out every Friday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. And if you want to keep up with our activities outside the airwaves, you can stalk us on Instagram at Into the Filmverse Podcast. Um, Price, where can people follow you and your wonderful adventures? So you can find me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews, P A Y N E Reviews. I do a lot of uh, weird movies, normally a lot of old ones recently due to the quarantine. Mitchell hates that because he gets all he gets them sent to him. <laughs> and then you can find me on Instagram at Pain Love Cinema, P A Y N E Love Cinema, because I made a new Instagram because I wanted to change, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. And then we're gonna do. A, I have a Twitter. I don't really use it very much, but Sanguine Films. Need to. I usually use it just to check on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. 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 That's ser- that's seriously, that's seriously all I use it for. I'm like, what is he saying today? He like, is this real? I don't know. Someone has thought this has to be a joke, but. Um, and if you want to stay connected with me, Mitchell Chandler, uh, you can simply follow me at Facebook and Instagram at author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and on Letterbox at Mitch Reviews and Mitchell and Mitch is spelled with a Y. So that's M Y T C H. And that is all for this week, our fellow cinephiles. I hope you like our new. Or, okay, so if you're watching this on YouTube, we should have a video True. up. We should be. Here. We're working on stuff, so if it's not up, we apologize. We tried. <laughs> We did, but this it is be uh, good. this is our start of our season two. That's what we're calling twenty twenty one. It's our season two, which is going to try to do more stuff. So we should have an intro video up on YouTube too. So if you want to find us on YouTube, we have an intro video where we show ourselves, who we are, why we love cinema, introduce the podcast, discuss what's our plans are coming up for our YouTube side of this. But we're we're working on stuff, so we got a lot of things in the pipeline. Yep, we're working on things, and as we always try to boost up the quality as much as we can and keep ourselves interesting and fresh and lovely. Yeah, if you're watching the video, you can see how interesting he looks. Yeah, pineapples, <laughs> my little man bun flopping around up here, one arm bare, one arm with tats, but you know how it works. Well, thank you guys again for um, talking to us on our virtual water cooler. Hang out with us, and until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!